Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode four of the Supernatural Quest Seekers podcast, where we set out to make the supernatural become actual. I'm Austin. And I'm Teddy, a.k.a. Big Papa Fluff. And we're your hosts with the motherfucking ghost. with episode four uh how you feeling today i was good until like three minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> that creek water that was horrible so today's episode we're gonna talk about several things all circling around energy manifestation and whether or not things like spirits ghosts um like cryptids urban legends can manifest themselves what do you think about that uh i personally i think that has a lot to do with um the type of energies that spirits get you know um i mean even when we go out on the investigations you see uh how quickly how quickly our batteries die on the camcorders or or some of the equipment and we're having to replace them or recharge them uh, get get like a new camera so i think that plays into a yeah. lot of it it's wild like with energy it, it can it's everything good energy bad energy like yeah. no matter what you're putting energy out just thinking about something yeah it's it's crazy like even when uh when we were at the Doniana county jail and when i got upset i think that kind of that played bad, a factor yeah. into it too just that energy enough yeah. that it was just a bad energy that it, it had the the more malicious type yeah. of spirit come out. Well, you know where I was hoping that I was going to get a good feeling or sensation from was um, at Bobby Mackey's downstairs in the basement. Yeah. Remember that room that in the that chair that I sat in? Mm-hmm. I was thinking I was going to get something crazy there. But I think I was I was in there, what, like three to five minutes? And it was like lights completely off. And yeah. I didn't get nothing. I didn't even feel I, Yeah, anything. that's like how I was when I was there, too. I didn't feel much. Um, do you think it's possible to like manifest things like urban legends? Well, I mean, they say they say you can. Or I mean, it's not a proven fact, but like Bloody Mary. Yeah, well, Bloody Mary's just is it? Yeah. What about Ouija boards? Do we manifest what comes out of Ouija boards? No, I think that's just like a creepy board game. Because <laughs> <laughs> even when we did it. Uh, I've used it. I've used the Ouija board like three times, and I didn't get nothing out of out of either either times. I don't know if I wasn't doing it right, or yeah. I don't know if there's a specific way you have to. It doesn't really come with instructions, you know. If there's a certain individual that's professional on Ouija boards, feel free to hit us up. Let us know what we're doing wrong because I don't know. It seems like a dud so far. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to keep you know poking the bear with the with the ouija board so i kind of just i left it alone <laughs> yeah well i don't know what about ghosts you think we can create ghosts through energy um i don't know like think... just thinking about something so much like because if you're like just think think people like EEGs and stuff thinking like your brain's putting off different signals and energy if you think about something hard enough long enough that you can basically yeah. put it out I there. I think if anything it would just be kind of like your mind playing tricks on you. You uh-huh. know, if you're thinking about it too much and then you maybe might start hearing things or noticing things, I think it would just be your mind trying to make you believe since mm-hmm. you're already kind of putting it out there. I, would, I mean, even with cryptids, um, 
how they say if you think about them or enough people talk about them so much, like it'll manifest them into existence. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the board about that, you know, up on the fence because I don't know. Like even with Slenderman, it was a it was a topic that was brought up online in 2009 by its creator, um, and a lot of a lot of things have been adapted from it, whether it's like movies or even video games. Minecraft even created a character kind of based off of it. But I think what gave Slenderman the most notoriety was what happened with. Uh, those little girls when, yeah. they, when they tried to stab that that 12 they killed girl. her didn't they or? no they almost did she survived though oh. um i think that's what brought it into the mainstream media and then that's why it became such a big thing after that uh same thing with the, the momo yeah the momo and the, the blue whale challenge that's what see i was reading about that like the blue whale actually has a lot of confirmed actual actual suicides around it yeah, there's a, uh, a bunch, bunch. and it's spurred in Russia is where I seen it yeah. started. Yeah, I heard some stories uh, from Russia, from China. Yeah, basically with the blue whale, it was like a span over 50 days. And each day they would give you a different challenge and progressively they would get worse. And then on the 50th day, they would tell you, kill yourself. Yeah. And a lot of, and and a lot a lot of, of kids, kids yeah. A lot of kids, a lot of teens. Like young teenagers, uh, maybe like preteens were the ones that were mainly doing it. Maybe a few adults, but and what's what's crazy too, like with the Momo thing, like it's kind of the same situation, but that character was just an art piece that that was created based off of an urban legend in the Asian culture. It's a creepy picture. It's a creepy picture, but that's actually based off of a woman with bird feet. Really, like it's actually a real urban legend. I forget the name of it. Um, I actually I bought a I bought a Momo mask for Halloween. What last year? I haven't worn it yet though. Like. Uh, I was thinking of either doing that for Halloween this year or something. Yeah, it was uh, the Japanese bird woman, also known as, I want to say, Ubume, which is a wrath-like figure who's said to have died during childbirth. And But basically, they created that, and later on, it was adapted and just used for an agenda to get these young kids, teens, to do yeah. stupid things. Like, well, I first heard about Momo from my daughter. Really? Yeah. Um, she was on YouTube, and I guess certain videos, they were making it seem like they were from whatever, you know, person that was publishing these these videos, but they were kind of like knockoff versions. And then the Momo face would just pop in on the, on the video that she was watching, and it would, like, say like, creepy stuff. So I remember one day she was telling, she came to me, and she was like, hey, this thing that keeps popping up on my on my YouTube. She said, I don't know what it is. I didn't click on it. So she showed me. And I was like, what the heck is this? And then I was listening. Like some of the, st- like the stuff. They would like say, tell you to do stuff? Or? Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? So I thought like this whole time I had the parental lock thing on the, her YouTube. And then when I checked, I did, but I, I don't know if it was like a glitch in their software or something, but they were still coming out because she was watching videos of like Peppa Pig and, and they would just they would just manufacture would just, that shit into yeah. it or create an algorithm to where it didn't see it. And I just told her I was like, "Hey, watch something else for now." <laughs> you know? Yeah, for what I've seen with the with that one, um, I think there was like a, a handful of kids that committed suicide, but it was nothing nearly as close as it was with the blue whale. Yeah, the blue whale was was big. It was really big. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's it but sucks. then again, it's just like. All that is like get manifest itself just through like people talking about it and spreading it as just like an image. Well, it's, and it's social media, dude. It's a big thing in our world now. So, like you see the TikTok challenges, how quickly those spread. People want to do them and post them themselves. It's the same thing with the blue whale. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. And and people, a lot of people do it for attention, and then they get so sucked up into it, and then it becomes their reality. Yeah, they're on like these back pages and forums. And... Yeah, and then like towards the end, they're like, "Oh well, you know, I feel like I have to complete this." Yeah, because you already done one so far. Yeah, I see, bad. like some of them will actually like carve a whale into themselves. Yeah, like that's one of the that's one of the yeah. uh, the I guess the steps that you have to go through. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it's it's sad, man. Um, I think... And that, does that fall into like an urban legend or because? 
um, like they're 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 using an image to set off like I don't know what is it? I mean urban legends are more like folklore uh, yeah. stories. Yeah, I just think it's just a stupid challenge that people, people try. To, yeah, yeah, it's 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 horrible. What do you think about uh, like urban legends like La Llorona? Well, I mean from. Being here in El Paso in a border town. And the river. Like it's known, the river's right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's known, like, anywhere there's a river, there's a La Llorona, you know? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stories in Mexico about it. People have supposedly caught her on camera, either in the water, uh, looking at them or walking towards them, or in, like, kind of the brush away from from mm-hmm. the from the river. I know there's been stories here in El Paso about it. Uh, what, all the way up to California. Like, what's the backstory on that? Though, what did she do? Did she like? So it's drown about her kids or... yeah, it's about a wife um, whose husband was going to leave her, and she knew that his kids were his world. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much, in order to get back at him for wanting him to leave, she she drowned the kids. Yeah, and that's why they say when you hear her, she's always crying. She's crying. She's crying out for for her children. And um, she's always looking. So when you come across her, then it's not more or less like, hey, she found her kids, but she found something. something. So she, yeah, that person just disappears, you know? Yeah. Uh, even the movie that came out. I didn't, I didn't even see it. Was it good? It was all right. Um, the only reason why I watched it was because it was part of the whole, like, Conjuring mythos. Mm-hmm. With the Conjuring movies? Oh, really? Yeah, it's like like linked up or yeah, because the I think the priest that's in the movie mm-hmm. is the priest from an, from another film. I, I don't know if it was the nun or mm. or something else. It was something like they they, they tie in somehow to like the yeah. Conjuring universe. So that's what I thought was really cool is that they created this universe to kind of branch out. Um, the movie was decent. I mean, I'm not a film critic. I would give it you know maybe like a. <laughs> A seven out of ten. Seven. You know, hard seven. <laughs> but it was it was uh, it wasn't a lot of jump scares, but it, I liked it for the most part. It, it was entertaining. Yeah, it's like with like urban legends like that. A lot of it's all culturally based. Like, like every culture, mm-hmm. every area has its own urban legend. And like with the La Llorona, there's the um, I know in Ohio we have a crybaby bridge. Have you heard of that or no? Or you never heard of? Have I you mean, ever heard of a crybaby bridge? I've seen Crybaby the movie with Johnny Depp, Uh, (laughs) but not the bridge. But yeah, so like Crybaby Bridge is basically a woman who apparently threw her baby over the bridge and drowned him in the drowned in the water, died. And you can drive across this bridge, or you walk across, and you could hear like screams of like a baby, and like coming from the river or like the bridge, like in that area, like you'll hear baby screams. And then if you walk all the way across the bridge, apparently you like. You can you just disappear. Like you yourself? Yeah. You disappear? Yeah. And no one ever finds you? Yeah. Are there like are there known cases of that? It's just an urban legend. I don't know. <laughs> How far away is this from this? Where you say and then where this is this is actually in Ohio somewhere. Um it's uh it's right around the area of Helltown, Ohio. Oh yeah, you're telling me about I was that. Telling you about Helltown. Yeah. I want to check that place out. But it's it's torn down now. There's I mean, they have the remnants of everything that was there. Well, I mean, we could still, like, where was it? Where were we gonna go when we were out there? Um, you said there's something about Charles Manson, like some place that he stayed. Oh out yeah, in the like he has his neighborhood, his has uh, where he grew up at the houses. But there. like that's all torn down too, isn't it? Nah, like that's no? still like a house that's up. Wasn't there? Oh, like Buffalo some... Ridge. You're talking about Buffalo Ridge. Was it? Yeah, it was a street that you go up, and it's right around the corner from Charles Manson's place. So who knows? Maybe this dude like conjured up some energy, did some witchcraft shit. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it, man, because, I mean, he was a crazy guy. Yeah. You know? he, I'm pretty sure. He could have been sacrificing animals. <laughs> that and, I mean, he drew a, he carved like a pentagram to his forehead or something like a that. A swastika. You know. But, was it a swastika? Yeah. Yeah, that's ape shit. You know. I mean, they were taking acid back then and tripping out. They were believing wild shit. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm pretty sure. It's, you know what's funny? I think about that now. Like, all of the... That was around... When was uh, President Ford? That would have been before Charles Manson? President Gerald Ford? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. 
That was a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because like that whole era, like a whole bunch of sketchy ass shit was happening, like with the government and just like. That's probably when they first started like really testing out like LSD and Cause with, stuff like that. With that hell town, like that town. So originally it was settled by Indians. Mm. And it was just a spot where like uh, certain Indian tribes fought over it and then they got in it with the colonials. Yeah. They got into it. Eventually the Europeans settled it and we settled it. And later on, way later on, basically Ford said that they wanted to they were worried about deforestation and the forest being torn down. So everybody that lived in that whole neighborhood was told to get out. Like just leave. Just leave your house. Leave everything. Dip out. But then some people are saying that there was a chemical spill. A lot of people that lived there said there was a chemical spill and everybody was ordered to leave. Some people said there was a testing site where they were doing experiments and then something got out so they had to force everybody to leave like a montauk type thing yeah so so he was he was president from 74 to 77 so yeah it's kind of the same uh, era yeah i just googled it <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking maybe he might have but been that's the thing with helltown a lot of people say there's like mutated animals well that's what they say about uh, and Satanist, montauk too yeah, yeah. um like especially like all the weird creatures that wash up on the shoreline uh-huh um there's a military installation like on an island out there and they say back in the day that they did supposedly they did weird testing and stuff and opened up portals to other dimensions and these are the things that crawled out like have you seen that movie the mist yeah yeah. kind of like that you know um i think that's kind of where what's his name got the inspiration for the book Mm -hmm. uh stephen king was from from those stories that was a good movie man and then one of the churches there too at Helltown, they said it's like I forget where there's another church like this, but it's all upside down crosses, like the way the architecture is. What? Yeah, I'll show you like the architecture. Dude, of it. you know what's crazy? What really trips me out about churches are and not the chicken place, <laughs> <laughs> but churches are supposed to be like this holy sanctum, right? And oh yeah, you oh, see yeah. how? But it's right like it's it's building. it's set up to where it's not like. To where it's, you know, like, it's not like they're trying to make it upside down cross so noticeable. Dude, that's pretty damn noticeable <laughs> to me. There's two of them on top of each other. But, I mean, you you would think, everyone thinks uh, a church is, like, holy sacred ground, right? You uh-huh. go, like, you even see, like, vampire movies and stuff. They can't step on that because it's blessed. It's holy ground. But those are, like, some of the most haunted places yeah. in the world. And it's the energy, man. Good yeah. energy, bad energy. You probably manifest so much energy just praying. And I would love to investigate either an abandoned church somewhere, like an old historical one. There's one here in El Paso, but I doubt they'll probably let us investigate it. Which one? There's one down there by uh, San Jose, the funeral home. Oh, I think it's Guadalupe. Probably. Something like that. Yeah. That one's, That's a really nice church, though, too. Yeah. Um, it's like a cathedral-type kind of. But yeah, that's old. That's like super old, dude. But I'm—I mean, like, would that be 18th people century get together, type yeah. stuff? And like just the times and everybody getting together, you create like a residual energy eventually. It's like when you yeah. walk into some of these buildings, sometimes you just feel it, you know, just who? Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. I would love to investigate a church, uh, eventually, or multiple churches to see what kind of. Even you know what? There's some cemeteries that I want to go to, that. I've seen some footage online that I would love to go. Like, there's a lot in uh, in Louisiana, mm-hmm. like, even around New Orleans because of the hurricane and everything. Like, I mean, just because of, even just because, like, New Orleans history. Yeah. There's a lot of history there. Oh, dude, it's wild. And I, I, would, I would love to go there and see what we can find. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, there's, like, a haunted building, like, every other block out there. What about the cemetery here downtown? You think we can get Concordia? it to Concordia? Yeah. Um... There's a story, speaking of urban legends that we're talking about. So there's a story. There's an urban legend here in El Paso. I can't remember the street name, but it's right next to the cemetery. Uh-huh. And supposedly, if you're driving around down the street at night, I would say maybe like between 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, something like that. The times might be different, but you see this woman walking down the road in a white dress. 
which is kind of like, you know, your typical, there's always some woman in a white dress walking down a creek yeah. or a road or something. But you see her, and apparently she's very attractive. So you pick her up, and she's like a full body, not even an apparition. She looks like an actual person. And she's kind of wearing something more towards either like a white nightgown or like an old-fashioned like wedding dress mm -hmm. um, from whatever era she was from. And you drive her, and she's, I mean, talking to you. And then when you get to a certain point, when you pass the cemetery, she just disappears. And then you just get a strong, foul sense or smell what? of just something rotting. Is there, like, a procedure to, like, do it? Or you it just happens to somebody? I guess it just happens randomly. Um, yeah. I, I, I heard this story when I was, like, in high school. Uh -huh. And we would, me and my friends would kind of drive around and try. Sometimes late at night, we would even drive around the whole cemetery to see if we could hear noises. Because uh, they say a lot of times at Concordia that you can hear babies crying in, the, in like the baby yeah. section of the cemetery. Or you can hear people talking, whispers in the wind type stuff. I've had some weird stuff happen. I remember when I was in the army, uh, I was an MP and I was doing a night patrol. I was on the night shift. And we got an alarm go off at one of the cemeteries. So I go, I check it out, I walk around, nothing's there. I call it in to dispatch, say, hey, nobody's here. Get back to my patrol car and I start driving away. And they say, hey, there's an alarm going off over where the, on the other side, where like the, where they have all the cremations and like people in the, con you know, the concrete. Oh, the mausoleum? The mausoleums. Yeah. They're saying the alarms are going off in the mausoleums. But I was just over there. Nobody was over there. But you guys had alarms that went on? Alarms. So I checked it out, and then I left completely, get down the street, bam, alarm goes off again. Where was this at? Fort Bragg. Yeah, there's... I mean, El Paso has a few stories. Um, we have that one from Concordia. The only thing that sucks about Concordia is, like, anybody, any investigator that wants to do an investigation there, you can't... You can't rely on uh, video or voice recordings because oh, yeah. the highway's right there. Yeah, so if we were to go there, we'd have to rely mainly on S-boxes. Yeah. Um, uh, I think not too long ago, a couple months back, or sometime maybe towards the end of, or the beginning of the year, or it might have been maybe towards the end of last year, um, Colin from the Paranormal Files came down. Oh, really? Him and his dad. Mm -hmm. And they investigated the DeSoto Hotel, and they did Concordia. While they were here in El Paso, and Concordia supposedly is where it was a sleeping ground for Richard Ramirez. What? When yeah, when he was, because he was from El Paso, Richard Ramirez, mm -hmm. and then he traveled to California, did all his murders out there. But Concordia, they say, was a really uh, a place for him to sleep at night. And when they were there investigating, they were doing an S box session, and. They got the name Richard on on recording. So, I mean, you can kind of try to say it was him, his spirit. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's a cemetery, man. Yeah. There's probably a bunch, a bunch of, Richards of Richards there, you know? But I know their thing, it was really, some of the stuff was really hard to hear. It was really windy that night that they came, uh, the traffic noise. There's restaurants around the area. Uh, L&J's is right across the street, so... Like, you get the music yeah. from inside, people coming in and out. So it's a hard place to investigate uh -huh. just because of those factors. I don't know if I told this story, too, one time when um, when I was also in the Army, I was still an MP. We would go out to this other graveyard, and it was at this old Presbyterian church that was built in, like, the early 1800s, maybe late 17. Uh -huh. But it was all boarded up, but they still had the, the cemetery portion there. And me and my partner had went out there, and we were walking around recording with my phone, and the whole time, my light's on, it's recording, and we're walking around, whatever, we leave. So I get back to the school to go over my recording, and only three seconds of the whole time I was recording was on my oh, phone. Wow. Three seconds. And it didn't make any sense, because I know it was on record, because the light was on as I was walking around, and I press record. So when I play it back, you hear a voice on there. It's not my voice, and it's not the female's voice that was with me. It's, it clearly says something that's like, it's Seth, or it's Seth, or I don't know. It says something like, it's Seth, or I don't know. It's it, 
but it's clearly not my voice and it's not her and it spooked the hell out of us when we heard it mm-hmm. and then nobody believed us until we showed them the audio and everybody we showed that audio to was just like whoa like that's clearly not you and that's not yeah. her like that's something else that was there that's crazy man yeah, yeah i would have been freaked out about that too it's just it's interesting because even with some of the the footage that we posted on our youtube channel um like even people we know like colleagues and uh like acquaintances and stuff they they just don't believe you know yeah they they think we're making it up yeah or... and i'm like dude you think we're gonna really go through these links to, yeah like this is a lot just to fabricate like this and it's not like we're doing this for free like we're putting in money to get this do this kind of stuff so it's just like yeah. you think we're gonna put in the money just to make this shit <laughs> bogus or what and a lot of a lot, and i get it you know there's people that that are out there that that don't believe in ghosts, you know, you know, teach their own. But I think my personal opinion is those are closed minded people, you know? Yeah. If you have never had an experience or if you're just one of those individuals that might see or hear something and automatically you just go into like scientific mode and you, and you're just like, Oh, well it could have been this or, you know, it could have been that, or this is exactly what it was. That's just your mindset. Um, it's, I think it sucks, you know, cause you want to, and like, well, like you said, being closed minded, almost everybody has like a childhood experience of where they've, they've had something happen to them or well, had I mean, like a spirit. Well, they say when you're a child, you have either an imaginary friend or several imaginary friends. Imagine like if we could remember that, like if it's, le- if it's like yeah. a legit thing, if you could grow up and remember your child, you know, your the spirits that you're talking with, like, wouldn't that Dude, be like my, tripped out? My little sister had an imagi- two imaginary friends, Didi and Erica. I remember them to this Damn, day. They have names. Didi and Erica. Erica died in a lake, and Didi got hit by a truck. What? That's what she said. When, what? <laughs> when it came time to where she didn't have them as imaginary friends, we asked what happened, and that's what happened. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, wow. I remember one time. Well, uh, I was at my grandparents' house, and uh, we were taking care of one of my friend's kids. And he was sitting on the couch. I was sitting across from him in the, in the in the living room on the recliner, and he just kept like whispering over like to the side of his shoulder. And then like he'd look at me, and I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" What? And then like, he'd just giggle, and then like he'd keep doing it. And then he pointed at me, and I was like, "Hey, man, like what are you doing? Stop that!" And then he just gave me like this evil look and then like kind of whispered back into his shoulder i was like dude screw this i'm out <laughs> you know i'm going home but yeah uh he i remember he would talk about his imaginary friend too from time to time and i was just like whatever man like you creep me out kid like go away but i mean and that was even at a time when i had some type of paranormal experience myself yeah so but i mean it's creepy to when you actually think about it, like to know that possibly stuff like that might exist. Um, I mean, obviously it hasn't been proven, but just imagine, like I said, like if Dude, you I can remember, remember my that parents stuff. told me a story one time when I was a child. We had a house and we had a pretty big backyard and a swing set, and I was out there swinging, and they kept saying I was looking at somebody next to me, and the swing was like slightly going back and forth. And then when I came back, they said I was like, I told them, oh, I was like I was swinging with an angel. What? Yeah, like oh yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I don't remember it, but that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy. We had a place that we would go to in high school uh, here in El Paso called the Tunnels. Oh yeah. And um, is that the one at El, 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 Paso? Uh, El Paso High or is it no? The the well the one we would go the entrance to was up on Edgar Park by Alabama Street up on the mountain. Oh, okay. And, dude, we go in there. Tunnels? Yeah, like underground tunnels. And the far, like when you first walk in, so there was two entrances. And then those two entrances led into like a, a big area. And then there was a third tunnel that led you down just somewhere else. So we walked these probably about like a good hour. And then when those when we got towards the end of that tunnel, it branched off into two other tunnels. But the 
the weird thing is not only the fact that there's like you can obviously there's big people that sleep down there like homeless people yeah. and you have all these crazy pictures and drawings on the wall like satanic stuff the farther you go the more smaller the tunnels get to the point where you're you're slouching like, over are they like flood tunnels or yeah but they go all over the city. Yeah. Like, we never, like we'd be down there for like four hours. Like we'd, realize, we'd go out yeah. there, we get out there like at 11 o'clock at night, we come back out like three, four in the morning. Are there any? Yeah. But one of the times, so there's two separate instances when we were down there. One of the times we went, dude, we were down there so long. And it was just a group of us, maybe like five people. And at one of the points, at every, every, I want to say every like couple hundred feet or every every mile or so, there's a drainage opening at the top of this of mm-hmm. of the tunnels, and on one of them, when we we're walking up to, it, I was like, "What the hell's that thing like hanging from there?" When we got to it, it was a rope tied in a noose. What the fuck? Yeah. So that tripped us out. But then another time, we we used to go there a lot. We I was coming. We were, we were about to leave, <clears throat> and. One of my friends was down in that little corridor area where the tunnels meet up, and I was towards the exit of one of the tunnels. And he yelled out to me, he's like, hey, who are you with? And I, I was like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm not with anybody. He's like, who's standing next to you? Because you could just see, like, my the outline of my body yeah. from the darkness and, like, the moonlight coming uh-huh. in. And I kind of looked out to my side. I was like, dude, there's no one here. Like, it's just me. And... He yelled out back to me. He was like, dude, someone is standing next to you, a tall person looking down at you. What the fuck? Right after he said that, I started flailing my arms, <laughs> and I I took off to the car, dude. And then I, I I waited at the car for everybody else, and then he got there, and I was like, hey, man, were you were you messing with me, or did you actually see something? He's like, I swear to God, I saw a tall person standing next to you looking down at you. I was like, yeah, no, it's time uh, to go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, it was it was creepy, and I think that's one of the last times I went. Also, because I guess the city found out like kids were going yeah, down there, they, so they they blocked them off. Uh, yeah, so it was. But we were there. We go there like two three times a month. Yeah, because I know in that area too. Like apparently, like they have like tunnels too down in the El Paso High area. Like mm-hmm. there's tunnels that go around the whole entire area. Yeah, there, there's tunnels all over the city, <clears throat> in certain in certain parts of the city. Like they 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 go for miles. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's, it's wild. What's that one with the like the traveling monk thing on Trans Mountain? Or... So, I mean, I heard of that story growing up. Um, I've never seen anything. I mean, I've traveled. I go across those mountains yeah, a lot. I've you been know, doing a lot. Here. Uh, even with work, going from the west side to the northeast side, that's the quickest way to get to each side of town. I've yeah, been over that mountain. Wear and tear on your car too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been over that mountain tired, you know, wide awake. Um, rain, sleet, snow, uh, fog. But I've never seen anything personally myself. But the story goes way, 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 way back when. When uh, I think it had something to do with Pancho Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, and I don't know if this is like a legit story, but supposedly in the Franklin Mountains here in El Paso, there's some cave somewhere Dude, I've heard where like, there's gold. What, I've heard something like there's a cave, yeah. Yeah, there's there's supposed to be like so much gold that Pancho Villa had stored there. And no one's ever found it. People have looked and no one's ever found it. Um, But the monk kind of ties into that because he was supposedly he was traveling with some of the gold. Um. I don't know if he was traveling just like on a donkey, like with saddles on the side with gold filled in, or if it was like yeah. a carriage with a donkey pulling it. But it's definitely a donkey and a, and a monk that's in the story, and that's carrying gold. And people have said when they're crossing over the mountain, they see an apparition of a monk and a donkey, like just on the side of the road, or sometimes it'll be in the middle of the road and it causes accidents or people like swerve out of the way. So that's what that's what that's about. But I've never I've never it, seen it. It does get eerie going up that road sometimes when you're in the it's in the middle of the night and it's foggy or Yeah. But I mean it's I think I've seen more mountain lions there than, than You see mountain lions there? Yeah. Really? 
I see Mala just chill on the side of what? like uh, like one like a little a little cliff on the on the edge of one of the mountains. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen several, dude. I mean, they got deer there from time to time. Uh, I mean, some of the, like, even some of the mountain lions they come down into like populated areas and they have to call yeah. animal services to to trank them. That's you wild, know? dude. I, have you seen a rattlesnake here? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen rattlesnakes. Um, I forgot the name of the, this other species of snake. It's uh, what was like a copperhead or something? That's why everybody has their concrete walls and shit. I haven't seen a snake in a while, but like when we used to go out to like the Red Sands area and stuff, uh-huh. you would find snakes out there from time to time, kind of just doing their snake thing. But Mm-mm. I see a lot when I was, where was it? Where did I go? Oh, when I was going to Fort Davis last week, I uh, I was driving down the road. I had like two snakes, dude. Really? Like, trying to go slither across the road, and I was just like, man, I hope to God. None of these snakes caught caught up in like the axle of the car, and like I'm gonna get out to my destination, and I'm gonna, you. Get, I'm gonna get like bit up. You're gonna, it's gonna bite you. You're gonna turn into freaking Spider Man, <laughs> become your own urban legend Snake or something. Man. Spit out webs from my teeth. <laughs> what about what do you think about uh, Mothman? Um, I mean, think he's real? Nah, you don't think Mothman? I don't, or? I don't know. I mean, it, it falls into. Uh, it's a cryptid, right? Yeah, but I would believe Bigfoot more than I would believe the Mothman. But I mean, Mothman's typically like like the Lizard Man or or uh, like a I wouldn't even say skunk ape because a skunk ape a skunk ape is like more like a, a Bigfoot of the swamp. But like saying, the Jersey Devil, you know, it's it's kind of more like towards stuff Jersey like that. Devil is more like a chupacabra, isn't it? No, it's like. It's like a freaking, it's like three animals in one, dude. Yeah. yeah. I know with the Mothman, when I was reading up on that, they were saying how that whole area is where they used to hold ammunition. and. Well, uh, it was in a... It was a government site where they would do different things with uh, ammunition. and. Wasn't it in... Um... West Virginia. Yeah. It, uh, but I mean that ties back into like Native Native American folklore too. Like that's yeah. how far back the Mothman goes. Yeah, it's because well in that area too they they were saying how like stuff had leaked out from all the different storage areas they had for different uh, gunpowder and chemicals and stuff like that. It, it seeped out and then a lot of people say that's what how it could have happened mutated some kind of animal or yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that have had sightings of it and they portray it as. Of some big creature, almost with like a manly body. They say it's like eight feet tall. Yeah, six with, with red glowing eyes feet. and wings. Mm-hmm. You know, some people have said they've caught it outside their windows, looking in, uh, and like outside in the tree, yeah. or just flying by. But I mean, it was popular enough for them to make a movie about. But also, it ties into the Point Pleasant bridge collapse. What's that? So that was. Uh, they had this bridge in uh, in Point Pleasant. Um, I think it was in West Virginia. But it was in December of 67. So this bridge, they had had sightings of the Mothman leading up to the collapse of this bridge. A lot of people died, dude. But this bridge collapsed with all these cars on it. And a lot of people said that they saw a creature on top of the peak of the of the bridge, staring down at them with red glowing eyes and wings, mm-hmm. then it just kind of flew off, and then the bridge collapsed. So a lot of people died, and they blamed it on the Mothman. That's wild. You know, and that's what they based the movie off of with Richard Gere was was that point in time. But I think it was, the movie was kind of set in like a different time period. That's wild, dude. The Mothman is basically Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, basically. Basically. But I mean, the Mothman is more like a Birdman, and the creeper from Jeepers Creepers is like more like a demon type, yeah. type thing. Like yeah. storing bodies wrapped up in his little cellar and dry the Mothman doesn't drive a truck, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh it was it was crazy though. I mean the movie was pretty good. Um 
but it's yeah that the whole the Mothman ties back into Native American folklore, and it's supposed to be what they say is uh, the, like the Native Americans placed a curse on the land, and that was the result of of yeah. the curse. Same thing with like Wendigos and and um, like skinwalkers and stuff like that. It kind of falls into the same thing. Yeah, I mean the Native Americans. I don't know. They knew they knew a lot of stuff. I feel like we didn't know. Oh yeah, man. I mean, sh- shamans, Native American shamans are they know a lot about like creatures, like the world and, and stuff, yeah. like remedies. Like it's it's intense. Like how much stuff. Like I would love to talk like to uh, to to someone that kind of has more information about stuff like that but yeah it's, it's crazy i like i'm super super obsessed with like skinwalkers and and wendigos like what so the skinwalker is basically like a almost like a doppelganger like it's it's you like well a skinwalker is supposed to be a native american shaman okay that's been cursed like, uh, in a way. Okay. and that's he, he turned into a skinwalker so you can turn into like an animal um you can turn they say sometimes you can turn into another person, and typically, like let's say like you're out, like let's say you live on a ranch somewhere where there's like a Native American reservation mm-hmm. in the area, right? And you're driving down the street or you're on horseback or whatever. A lot of times, they hear people screaming, like "Help me, help me!" and it's. The skinwalker trying to get your attention to attention, go towards yeah. them so they can kill you. And apparently, like, if they attack you, you end up becoming one kind of like a werewolf type situation. Yeah. And the same goes with Wendigos, too. Um, if you survive the attack, then you become one also. But some, there's been footage online, too. I mean, I don't know the authenticity of yeah. it, but they've, they've, I've seen videos of people. So like, that's basically is what Skinwalker Ranch is based off of? Or is that why they call it Skinwalker Ranch? I don't know really why they call it Skinwalker Ranch, but Skinwalker Ranch kind of has like a mixture of everything. Yeah, they have everything there. They have, like it's a UFO hotspot. Maybe it's a a Wendigo or something like that. It could be (laughs) like... Turning into each and every one, each and every cryptid there is. It could be like 560 acres of just a portal, you know? Like we don't know. A lot of crazy stuff happens there. Yeah. There's definitely hot spots too, and I, I'm pretty sure that that was Native American land as well. Well, I mean, even when you Everywhere. look at um, <laughs> when you look at where pyramids from ancient cultures are positioned, uh-huh. a lot of them line up around the equator of the Earth, and a lot of them line up with constellations in the sky. Yeah. You know, so you would it makes you think and wonder how did they get this information. You know, yeah. it's our, like their energy beacons or something. Yeah, and a lot of the, where these where these things are located are even ancient ritual sites, like from the Aztecs and the Mayans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Those are those places have stories galore of yeah. of different type of things going on. So it's it's interesting, dude. It's so crazy to think how like the pyramid, even with the pyramids, like they built that in the desert. Like, oh, you talking about the ones in Egypt? Yeah. Well, I mean, back then, when they started the construction on them, the terrain was a lot different. You know, it was maybe kind of similar, but there was more, you Still, know, it's water and stuff out there. The agriculture <laughs> was way different than how it is now. But yeah, I mean, it's hot. It's, but, I mean, those things were tons and tons and tons of weight. They had to have, like, some divine method to do all this. <laughs> yeah, so you think, like, it would it would have taken... Um, centuries to build these these massive yeah like just think about building projects that we have like large scale ones they still take a while like and to yeah. think they weren't even nearly as advanced as us so like yeah. they had to have had like same thing with Stonehenge um, the Easter egg the Easter Island uh, the Easter egg Easter Island statues that they have out there like those things are super massive in weight and you would think with primitive times with the people living at that time, it'd be very difficult to to kind of even carry stones that size, like great lengths just to get them to where they needed to be. So it, it just, it, it, I mean, it blows my mind with stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's wild. 
what uh what do you think what's another cryptid that you would say that you're highly interested in you so you got the skinwalkers the one oh, dude, my top easily my top three are the bigfoot, bigfoot the skinwalker and the wendigo like those are my top three favorites that that I always like uh, research and, and and watch videos on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say maybe like to round off the top five. I mean, I don't know. Like, but... you think werewolves are real? No. You don't think any, you don't venture off that far into the fiction? No, no. It's like a rabbit dog or something. Well, I don't. No, that and vampires, no. But a skinwalker, dude, the skinwalker's changing into. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like, like I said, with the Native American folklore, that can kind of be more plausible, you know, than, mm-hmm. than all this other crazy stuff. But I mean, you don't, I don't know, like I've never lived in these areas where they have stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about it, there were so many different extinct. I mean, it's highly possible that native americans seen something that was an animal already on the verge of extinct either that or it could have been something that no one's ever witnessed before yeah you know like we're still finding creatures that we thought were extinct millions of years ago and we're finding them popping up i see i've seen a couple different things about that animals popping up but we thought they were the last ones like the same thing kind of ties into like the loch ness monster and and creatures like that in the ocean like even with the megalodon Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all supposedly ancient oh, dinosaurs that lived back in the day. Who, who's to say they didn't survive? You know, like dude, the megalodon. The megalodon's real, man. I, I, I doubt think it, it's man. real. I think it's it's out there still. I wouldn't doubt it. Like even even the giant or the like the super giant squid or whatever. Like we have it. Like even... they found that by Antarctica, like yeah. years and years and years ago. Um, and what they want to do is they want to they want to tag it. Eventually, to see kind of where it goes, yeah, and like it's it's like yeah. how it lives and stuff. But we know for a fact that they exist. We just never caught one or, or yeah. seen one on Dude, video. It, something that's been around for that long, like they're gonna know the ocean like the back of its hand. And yeah, dude, honestly, I swear to God, I think the octopus is from a different world. Like dude. I don't think it belongs on Earth <laughs> at all. Nah, not at all. When I see that, when you see them, like the way they move, dude, they're smart as. They're smart they're as hell. Super dude. smart, dude. They can solve puzzles. They can. Yeah. They know when they're. Like, you can put them in a jar, like a baby one. And they have. Feelings. And it learns how to like, twist they have the top feelings, off. Emotions. They can yeah. freaking adapt. They can camouflage they change, to yeah. their surroundings. Like dude, you know, octopus. They're aliens. Uh, yeah, they're from a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> like who knows? Maybe that's why they see aliens out in the ocean areas more often. Uh, Maybe they're dropping them off. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they found those, out we got a massive water source. We need to go there. They, they're, they're super drop creepy. Them off. They're, they're disgusting. They're good to eat if they're cooked you right. Ate one? Have you yeah, ate I, one? Had, I love octopus. Man, dude. The last All time, right, I, but deep. the last time I had it, it wasn't cooked right, so I got super sick. I got really bad food poisoning. I'm not gonna say what restaurant it was from, but yeah, octopus is really good, man. Like you would think, it's not. It's not like super like like uh, rubbery ish or really. It's not even really fishy. Um, do the little suction cup things stick to your mouth when you eat it? Nah, they're dead. I mean, I've had live octopus, like little baby ones before. Mm -hmm. That was gross. I had like two, but then after that, I still got I got super sick. As when I used to work at another mortuary back in the day here in El Paso, (laughs) and we went to an Asian restaurant on the west side, and I was like, dude, they got these little octopus like swimming around a tank, and the lady was like, yeah, you can eat them. The the grossest thing though was like. Just crunching it and like all the ink splattering out inside your mouth. That's wild. Yeah, that was gross. So I only had like two, and then when I got back to the office, I got I started feeling like crap. So I told my boss, I was like, "Hey, man, I gotta go home or to the hospital or something. Like, I really don't feel good." And I got sick for like almost a week. Like, it was it was bad. Never again will I eat a live octopus. <laughs> Dude, you know what I'm convinced after seeing that it's highly possible for a human being to become a zombie. What? Yes. What are you talking about? Dude, did you not see that parasite that took over a cicada's body and it was eaten alive? But yeah, it's but still different. How's it different? How's it different? Because that's a bug. But it decayed its body and was still able to control it to walk around and like basically host off of it 
while it had no body left. Nothing but its head left and legs crawling around. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You think that's like reanimation. Like it hi- it hijacks its nervous system. Like yeah. basically that's what it says when I did the research. It hijacks its nervous system and takes control of its body yeah. while eating away everything else. And it, it can't do nothing to stop it. Who knows, man? There's some weird stuff in this world. So you're telling me that can't so, happen to a person? Maybe it already has. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's... Maybe the reason why they're making all these zombie movies and stuff is because they're kind of trying to prepare us for eventually the world turning into The Walking Dead. It's yeah. entirely possible. I don't know. I just know... You think a zombie apocalypse could ever happen? Well, you don't believe in zombies, so... How? I mean... It's cool to think of the idea because, like, <laughs> you see TV shows and movies, but, like, to actually live in that type of situation, that's, yeah, that's pretty. Not only that, but just because of how people are and how they fight to survive and, like, screw people over and, like, it's just a free-for-all, you know? Yeah, it would be wild. The strongest survive type situations, and that's what scares me the most about stuff like that. Anything, dude. Anytime, anytime you think about a fallout or just... Yeah. And there's people all over the world that prepare for stuff like this. You know, they have uh, fallout shelters or bunkers. But and People say history repeats itself, so I don't know. Well, I mean, did we ever have a zombie apocalypse? It probably has before? happened before. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's probably happened before. There's a reason why, I don't know. There's a reason why we can only go so far back in history. But Eventually, think, we reset. You think like, if we're anybody, reset. If, let's say, okay, so let's say if, if it did happen at one point in time. Don't you think there'd be like hieroglyphs of it somewhere that we would have found? What do you think? Like when you see all that stuff and like old, uh, old, old hieroglyphics and stuff like that. But that all just you has see to stuff do with like, like spaceships on it and like yeah. But then so there's never nothing that, about zombies. No, but like things were like like I don't know like there was higher. If there was people a, of higher consciousness, so what happened to wipe them people out? You know, like there was something that disease. Obviously, dude, that's if like they the were number one building thing. spaceships and stuff, you're telling me they couldn't fight off a disease. You never seen War of the Worlds? That's what kills the the invading aliens that come to Earth, man. Maybe that's what kills them. Maybe after eventually they they devastate you know a lot of the world. Our ecosystem ends up doing them in. It's just crazy to think these people are building all these crazy structures and then just to get killed by something simple as a disease. Like, come on. Yeah, well that's that's another thing that sucks too is when the Europeans came over into the states. It was just nothing but Native American and indigenous people. That's what killed Killing a lot of them, of them yeah. was the diseases that they brought from Europe. Um, it devastated everybody, you know? And it's, it's a like a legit thing. Anywhere you go, like if we were to travel from the States to another country or, or vice versa, each region of the world has its own bacteria, has its own whatever, such and such. You carry that back with you. That's yeah. why you can't bring agriculture to different from yeah, different, different countries places. over. Yeah, because it'll devastate yeah. our food source. Makes sense too. That makes sense why the aliens don't ever touch down. That's why they just fly around and shit. They're probably like, I don't want to even step foot <laughs> on this planet because my foot will fall off. So we're just gonna bring you up to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's wild, man. A lot of the a lot of stuff you read, uh, or even watch like documentaries. There's so much stuff coming out, especially now because of the whole um, videos that came out with the Pentagon, you know? Uh, well, I think it was like 2017, stuff like that. Like yeah, the Navy like 2017, 2018. There's so many more documentaries on stuff like this coming out. And, and I was watching one not too long ago, sometime this year, with uh, Dr. Greer, Dr. Stephen Greer, and he brought up El Paso in the documentary. And supposedly, there's an underground military installation I see. here in the city. Are you talking on Horizon? Or? Well, he never specified where it was, but he said he's been there. And that the technology there is super advanced. Like, we could replace limbs on people if we wanted to. Like, that's how advanced the, te- the technology is. And we've already superseded, like, oh, like yeah. cancer, stuff like that. But he said it's, like, a legit place here in El Paso that's underground. It's an installation for the military. But then you hear stories when you actually look stuff up like that, and a lot of people talk about out there in Horizon area. I've seen that, yeah. There's like where, an area of the world. Yeah. They sound like, it's all just desert land, but it's owned by the military. Um, well, I've seen there as one. Like, if you look at like an aerial view of it, it looks like all these structures are like, there's some kind of underground structures yeah. out there. And then the, the wild thing is, 
when you get past a certain point, if you want to go out there and, and just kind of like poke your nose around, military police come and stop you. And they tell you to get out of there like ASAP. So that's weird too, you know? Because yeah. you don't see bunkers and stuff above ground. Like there's nothing out there. It's just desert. But for military police to be out there? Something's out there. What are they guarding, you know? Yeah. It makes you think. And then for them to be so hostile towards anybody that goes there. And a lot of people have stories about being out there for the brief time that they are and they see like glowing stuff out in the distance, moving around, or they'll catch glimpses of like creatures uh-huh. running around real quick, like kind of towards them, and then they just book it. They leave. Damn. So it's, it's, it's a chupacabra. That's <laughs> what it is. But yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Even they're out there in Fabens, Texas, there's there's a few stories. One of them, I can't remember the exact details, but it was some type of paranormal something that went on, and it involved a teacher at a high school, and it followed him to to Arizona. What? Like it was the spirit or a demon or what? Both. Both. And it involved like I, dude, it, it's it's a long story. I don't really know. I can't remember the particulars, but. Every time I would hear the story, it would just creep me out. And it always, it always, uh, I at the office, because I get well, some part of the story involves like vent ventilation shafts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was always just like, oh, I don't want to look up at the vent and see like this freaking girl's face or something wild. Because that's how she used to get around, like in the yeah. walls of the buildings and like in, through the vents that's and stuff. Trippy. But yeah, it followed him, it followed him to, uh, to Arizona and he would end, he ended up telling he, he became a teacher out there too and he would tell his students his story about the stuff that happened but it involved like El Paso police and, and yeah. all this stuff and I think a cop died but I mean that's if it's a legit story too you yeah. know because when you try to look up articles and stuff about it yeah. you really can't find can't anything find you know but just, just imagine like even if they would make a movie it, it sounds like a really good movie it could be a really good movie if it was done right but you just you can't find any information on it other than this teacher telling his side of the story. And if he fabricated everything, he did a damn good job at it. Yeah, I know. Like it's hard sometimes to like tell like something. Like, damn, like you you want to believe him, and you're like, what? Like, yeah, it's really happened. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that sucks about this area of of like any type of paranormal or stuff like that is the amount of bullshit that you have to listen to. It's just like I don't know, like. People don't want to believe it, so kind of when you tell somebody, it's even like with us when our investigation, they don't want to believe we're catching what we're catching. And yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people that have you know their minds are closed off to stuff like that, and that might be a reason why they don't experience that otherworldly stuff like how we do. Like I don't know if I don't know if I have a closed mind or not, but I mean I've seen some stuff throughout my life, and especially on these investigations, we've seen and heard things, but. Yeah, I mean, if you're walking, I think like how we talked about earlier is with the energies and stuff. Um, When you're going into an investigation, no matter who you are, if you're an experienced investigator or you're you're a beginner coming into this this type of field, I think your energy has a lot to do with with the outcome of what you're going to get, you know, Uh, any responses and stuff like that. If you go in there and you're just super negative about things, you're going to get negative energy. Yeah. Or I, you're going to think this is going to happen, but by the end of the night, yeah, you're going to find out and something's going to happen. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, I think it varies, man. Like, even, like, briefly on the last podcast, we touched on, like, crystals and stuff. That, too. I know my sister was telling me about that and the crystals. I definitely think we should bring some crystals for energy. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Like you, I don't, even, I, mean, I, I don't know, know much about them. I'm going to I'm have to do some research on them. I don't know what kind of... I know limestone crystals are really good to to take with on investigations with you because uh-huh. it's supposed to amplify either your activity or your your feelings or the general feelings of what's around you uh but it amplifies that <clears throat> so i would definitely love to try that just to see if, if mm-hmm. that helps uh especially when we go to um to the black swan inn because that's built on top of limestone concrete and there's a reservoir underneath it yeah, I was watching more stuff. videos about that too, and I, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped for that. So one. am I, man. 
my my main thing is just the the psychomantine room. Like I want to definitely yeah. want to that in the barn. I want to do for sure. And I, I also want to go back to Las Cruces, yeah. you know, to, to check that out again. But well, I mean, we'll see. We got these other, we got these other uh, three coming up. Heck yeah! And then hopefully we can try to do Waverly by the end of the year. Waverly in December. I'm down to do Waverly in December. We'll be in Ohio. We'll be settled in already. We can meet you guys there. What if we do do it? What you need to do between then, or now and then. Is just try to get some equipment so I don't have to take so much yeah, up there. For sure, for sure. Yeah, because I think that if we go, we're gonna drive, dude. Like I'm not gonna fly. That's a far drive. That's 25 hours, bro. Fuck it. It's gonna <laughs> save me on equipment costs with the airplane. Well, we don't need to take everything. We take one. Just take one box. I mean, I think you can fit all that in the suitcase. But if we just take the S boxes. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I'm not gonna take all the stuff that we have because you could you could literally take everything in a like a small suitcase. I mean, literally, all we need is just like a couple camcorders and an, a couple yeah, Xboxes exactly. and maybe some camcorders, S box, rim pods. That's like, it. That's it. Yeah. Maybe like two or three body cams, but that's it. Like that's it. And then all that will fit. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I'm it's gonna be I'm cold hoping. though. It's gonna be cold. <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried about the weather. That's crazy. They think about it. We we would have hit a. Where we where have we been so far? We went to Bobby Mackey's, then we would have went to Las Cruces Jail, went to the Lincoln County Jail. Now we're gonna hit up the Black Swan. We're gonna hit up Yorktown, Yorktown, and then the Magnolia, the Magnolia, and yeah. then Waverly, all in one year. Hey, gotta keep busy, man. It's a lot. Gotta keep busy. And then, like, I mean, eventually, once you move back out to Ohio, like the places that you're gonna start to yeah, you know, why not about yeah. So that's gonna be like another thing. And there's a place, there's like another urban legend that I've always heard about in Oxford, Ohio, going out to camp was, they call it the Oxford Light. And apparently if you go on this road and you flick your high beams like twice, you'll hear a motorcycle and you'll see the light coming and then mm. it just disappears. You know, you don't have anything like that here? I mean, we have Gravity Hill, but everywhere there's a Gravity Hill. Is that like the same thing? Well, Gravity Hill typically, well, the story here, Gravity Hill here in El Paso is, there's this hill on top, like going up the mountain, and typical, supposedly some type of accident or something happened. It involved kids, so you go up this hill and you're supposed to be able to put your car in neutral and it climbs up the the mountain by itself. And then if you put like baby powder or something on the bumpers, like you get like little kids' fingerprints, like they're pushing you up the hill. Like, yeah, but, but they have that. Yeah. There's so many stories everywhere like that that involves that that specific story. So it's kind of just like, yeah. So with that said, after all this, basically urban legends, you don't think we can manifest them? Or you think it's possible for our energy to create an urban legend that comes to the light? One individual, no. But if it's if, if it's like thousands of people, people. Yeah. that end up like talking about this one thing, like same, you can say the same thing with Slender Man, yeah. you know, is with everything that happened and then... It just created such a buzz. Uh, people supposedly caught footage of, of the Slender Man. It was a demon. It became a demon and manifested it could, yeah, itself. It I mean, you you never know. Like, even with demons, uh, if they do exist, they could be listening and say, hey, well, this is what I'm going to morph myself into uh, at one point, and I'm going to freak you guys out. I'm going to get possessed right now. You know? You don't even know. I'm not even Austin <laughs> no more. I'm a fucking demon. Hey, well, the ghosts love to call your name. <laughs> so, so, you know, we never know. Oh, we'll talk about I that. Know, hey, uh, what was that story you were going to tell me, though, the other day? Which one? Oh, the one where I told you. Was it the one I was telling you about when I was at my grandparents' house? I don't know. You said you were going to save it. Oh, man. What was it? He's like, y'all, I'll save it. I'll tell you later. I think it was the one that, uh, another one from my grandparents' house. Did I ever tell you about that one? About the rustling on my floor and then, like, the faucets and stuff going off? I think the faucet's going off, yeah. I think that was, like, part of it. I remember. Damn, I forgot. Uh, let's say it for next time then. Yeah, I'm out to remember. I think it might have been that one. Um, could have been another one. I've, I think I've, I've had like a handful of, of different things happen to me um, growing up. But there's probably about two or three that really just like like freaked me out to the core. So, yeah, I'll think on that one and then we'll bring it up next time. Heck yeah, we'll see what we're going to talk about next episode and that's it for today. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. I'm Austin. 
And um, it pop a fluff. We're your hosts with a motherfucking ghost. Deuces. Deuces.